Welcome to Pastor Tony Mensah's podcast, where we delve deep into the teachings of the Word and explore the ways of the Spirit. If you are a believer hungry for more of God and seeking to grow in your faith, then you are at the right place. Pastor Tony Mensah carries a mantle for prayer, intercession, and revival that sets him apart as a resident minister at the Pentecost International Worship Center, Atomic. He has dedicated his life to helping people connect with God and fulfilling their purpose in life. In this podcast, Pastor Tony Menza will teach us how to pray with power and walk in the Spirit. He will also equip us to be effective witnesses for Christ in our daily lives. So, whether you are a seasoned believer or just starting out in your spiritual journey, get ready to be challenged, inspired, and transformed by these powerful teachings. This podcast is your opportunity to discover how you too can be repositioned to make an impact for the kingdom of God. If today is your first time of coming here, this is PRWC Atomic, the city on the hill, and the ministry of the Church of Pentecost. Amen. And in this service, we want to welcome you especially. When we get get into the close of the service, we shall arrange to meet you, have some interaction with you before you depart. God richly bless you for coming. Psalm 52 we try to read from verse 1 to verse number 9 the last verse why do you boast okay for the director of music a muscle of david when doek the edomite had gone to saul and told him david has gone to the house of ahimelech now you, you understand that beginning we all understand because the last time i tried to introduce this the mystery of the olive tree when I gave you the background when Doeg the Edomite went to Saul to report that David had gone to seek help from the priests of God now let's start from verse 1 why do you boast of evil you mighty hero and he's talking about Doeg why do you boast of evil you mighty hero why do you boast all day long you you who are a disgrace in the eyes of god verse 2 you who practice deceits your tongue plots destruction it is like a sharpened razor you love evil rather than good falsehood rather than speaking the truth you love every harmful word you deceitful tongue Surely God will bring you down to everlasting destruction. He will snatch you up and pluck you from your tents. He will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will see and fear. They will laugh at you saying, Here now is the man who did not make God his stronghold, but trusted in his great wealth. And grew strong by destroying others. Now I want us to rise. If you are not tired with all humility. Let's rise and read verse 8 together. That is our main focus. Verse 8 together. One, two. In the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love. Forever and ever. Let's read it again. But I am like a great. 
flourishing in the house of God. Amen. God bless you. Shall we be seated as I read the last verse 9? For what you have done, I will always praise you in the presence of your faithful people. And I will hope in the I will hope in your name, for your name is good. Can I get some witnesses say a big amen? For what you have done in my life, I will always praise you in the gathering of the believers. I will always give God praise in the gathering of his faithful people. And I will hope in your name. Look at your friend and say, hope in the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is good. Amen. Beloved, I want to continue in the next few minutes. The mystery of the olive tree. I began it some few weeks ago. But I have not had the opportunity to continue. But I want to be disciplined. So I don't want to bring, I want to jump into another thing. I want to finish it. Uh, it may not be continuous on every Sunday. But I will try and finish it maybe next month or so. Amen. Let's also look at Hosea chapter 14 verse 6. The prophet Hosea chapter 14 verse 6. Hosea chapter 14 verse 6. Shall we all read it together? Shall we read one, two? Let's read it again. Be like an olive tree. His fragrance like a cedar of Lebanon. I want you to look for a, a, a version that reads like this. His branches shall spread. His branches shall spread. And his honor shall be as the olive tree. And his smell as of Lebanon. Shall we all rise to our feet, please, if you are not tired? And let's read this verse together. I love the King James. Let's read it. One, two. Look at your friend and say, your branches are going to spread. Say it again. Hold the hands. If you, are, if you don't mind, hold the hands and tell him or her. Tell him or her. Look at someone who can bless you well, who can really bless you real good. If the person cannot bless you real good, find for somebody who can really bless you good. Hold the hand and say that your branches is going to spread. Say your children are going to spread. Say it again. Say it again. Hallelujah. And let, let's continue. The next one. And his beauty. Look at him and say your beauty. Is going to be. Like the olive tree. Your beauty, your handsomeness. Another person said that your honor is going to be like the olive tree. Come on, shout a big amen. And then the last one, and his smell as Lebanon. 
Ay, 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 ay. May you smell well. May your scent go everywhere. You see, the smell is talking about your popularity. And this popularity is not the worldly one. But it's going to be a spiritual popularity. May God cause your smell to spread worldwide. Come on, shout a big amen. May your fame and your name go worldwide. That is the smell. Shall we be seated in heavenly places? Now, we, we, we began this teaching and we tried to make some reference in First Samuel. That was the beginning, First Samuel 21 and First Samuel 22. And we began from there that Saul had been looking for David because the Lord has anointed David and has made David to succeed Saul as a king of Israel. And, and the Bible makes it very clear that for, for some years, ever since God anointed David, David had been on the run because Saul, who was the substantive king, didn't want David or anyone to overthrow him from the throne. And so David was running helter-skelter. He was running all over Israel. And sometimes he would go to the land of the Philistines, to, to, to specifically to the Gath, the land of Gath. And the Bible says that on his running spray, he got to a place called Nob. And Nob was the city of the priests. And the high priest at that time was by name, was by name Ahimelech. And David went to Ahimelech and had interactions with Ahimelech. And Ahimelech provided David, he gave him bread. And he gave him the sword of Goliath. And the Bible said that when David consulted Ahimelech, Doek, a servant of Saul, was also there in the land of the priests, detained before God. And I've tried to search that if someone is detained before God, what does it mean? Was he on a fasting period? Was he waiting upon the Lord? Was he expecting to hear from God? But I didn't find answers. All what we realized was that the man was in the land of the priests. And I know that if someone should go into the house of the priests, into the land of the priests, then you should allow the mantis of the priests to transform your life. But that was not the situation of Doek. And so the Bible said, David left and Doek also left. I explained that and, and so I wouldn't want to go much into that. But we know that Doeg eventually told Saul that David was spotted in the land of the priests. And when Saul heard it, Saul marshaled his armies and they went to Nob, the land of the priests. And the Bible says that Saul asked the high priest Ahimelech, why did you provide support for David, knowing that I want to destroy him? Because the Lord has anointed him. I want to destroy his life and to see what will become of the anointing of God that he has placed on David. If I kill him, then the anointing, what the Lord has said concerning the life of David, will never come to pass. And so I want to annihilate David and all that belongs to him. But the Bible said, the Bible said, Ahimelech said that who among the servants of King Saul, who is as faithful as David, the king's son-in-law, 
who go in and out as the king sends him whatever the king says david will do so who among the sons of the king is so committed and faithful like david and then the bible said that saul said if this is what you are saying i'm going to destroy you so the bible said that that day saul and doek they slaughtered all the priests on the land of the north they killed them and they destroy the lineage of the priests but the bible says that when doeg was killing the priests one of the sons of ahimelech by name abiata escaped and he went to the stronghold of david and this is why i pray for you that no matter the evil whatever the sword of the evil one would do in your life this year the lord shall cause you to escape from it lift your hand and say i'm going to escape i'm going to escape hallelujah so that was where we ended the last time and i introduced the ministration by making us understand what i will, I will share the notes i will share the note to the media i explained the meaning of the olive tree and i established that the hebrew word for olive tree is s shemen and Shemen simply means the tree of oil so the olive tree is not just an ordinary tree but it is a tree of oil so if you cut an olive tree oil is going to come out hallelujah and if you take it from there if you look at the primitive roots the primitive roots meaning of olive the theological primitive root of olive tree means to shine that which shines that which shines forth it brings forth it always comes out and if you look at the root it also means richness it means anointing it means fatness it means fruitfulness it means oil and ointments and it is related to the word shemesh the root word is also related to the word shemesh and what shemesh means is to be brilliant to be brilliant hallelujah another hebrew word for olive another hebrew word for olive apart from the s shemesh is is, is zayit and zayit means an olive and the olive means so, an a yielding illuminating oil a yielding illuminating oil and it is also related to the word that means to be prominent and to be brightness hallelujah so the olive tree as a tree has so many spiritual significance in the life of the believer and so many lessons could be learned could be drawn from the olive tree and if the believer who is in the house of god who is planted in the house of god allows himself to flourish like the olive tree because when you are a child of god you are planted in the house of god so when the believer understand the spiritual perils and understand the lessons of the olive tree then you will know that no matter what the enemy does to you you are never going to be moved because you are planted and i am planted in the house of my god can i get somebody to say amen? amen the olive tree is an evergreen tree and, and the righteous 
who takes refuge in the protection of the Most High God is always compared to the olive tree. Hallelujah. And one of the things I wanted to take note is that it is very difficult to kill an olive tree. It is very difficult to kill an olive tree. Look at your friend and say it is very difficult to kill an olive tree. Oh, hallelujah. You see, one of the things, the first mention of olive is in Genesis chapter 8 verse 11. The first mention. And you need to understand that Noah's flood has destroyed the entire universe. The great flood of Noah has submerged everything. And every tree, every life was truncated by the judgment of God. But for Noah to be convinced that the river, that the flood has gone down and that he can come out of the ark, he waited for a sign. So in Genesis chapter 8 verse 11, the Bible said, When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then no one knew that the water had receded from the earth. So the first mention of the olive tree is very significant. Now it tells us that the olive tree is a tree that comes up very quickly when all others have died. It is among the first one, of course, is the almond, and then the olive is very close to the almond because the olive also comes out very quickly. And so the Bible says that to convince Noah that the the waters of the of the great flood has receded. And that Noah could now and all the creatures in his ark could come out was the olive leaf that was in the beak of the bird or of the bird. The Bible said that when Noah saw it, he knew that if this bird has gotten this leaf, it means that some plants are coming up. Hallelujah. So that was what convinced Noah to come out of the ark of God hallelujah and one of the things the olive oil does is that when a lock of a door is rusted and when an olive oil is applied on that rusted lock the door begins to open because when whatever the olive oil touches fresh life and because of the viscosity of the oil, the viscous nature of the oil, whatever it touches, it brings fresh life. And it brings fresh rejuvenation. I pray that in this year, that is going to be your experience. Whatever that has rusted in your life and in your situations, because you are planted in the house of your God, may you flourish like the green olive tree. David said, in spite of all the killings of the priests, in spite of all the annihilation of the descendant of the priests, in spite of all the chasing that Paul, that Saul had been doing to him, he said, I am like a green olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in the unfailing love of God forever and ever. What David is saying that whatever is rusted in my life, 
whatever is destroyed in my life, when the oil touches my life, God shall forgive my iniquities and God shall give me another chance. And I am going to rise up again. Hallelujah. Every rusted door and every rusted opportunities in our life and in our churches, the Lord is bringing fresh oil upon us. May the angel of the Lord begin to rub fresh oil upon our lives. Hallelujah. I want to talk about just about two features of the olive and then we pray. Just about two features. The first thing I want you to take note of is that on the outside, when you see, you can Google on your phones and check the olive tree. But on the outside of the olive tree, you will see that it is just like an ordinary tree in appearance and in size. Sometimes the appearance becomes so fearful. Sometimes, in fact, there are some olive trees that are over a thousand years. And when you see such olive trees that are over a thousand years, the, the, the first sight you may want to run away because they look very fearful and very, very dreadful. They, 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 they look ordinary. They, they, when you see them, the tender ones, the ones that are coming, the younger ones, appears very ordinary in size. Ordinary in appearance. I may look ordinary. I may look the same the, the way I look. You may look the same. I may be wearing the same dress and the same shoe and be driving the same car. Be staying in the same house. Uh, uh, they're the same house. I may be ordinary in size and in appearance. But in my, there is an oil upon my life. And, and the more you keep pressing me, the more the oil is released. Because for you to get olive oil, you have to take the olives. You take them and you crush. I will get there in my ministration. You crush it. You push it. And the more you press, the more the oil is released. So I may look ordinary. I, I, I may be the same person you know. I may bear the same name. I may wear the same dress. But I tell you what. There is an oil of God upon my life. And the more you tend to destroy my life, the more you press me down, the more the oil is being released. I don't know who the enemy is trying to press. I don't know who the enemy is trying to oppress. But the more I am oppressed, the more the oil is released. Because Jesus can only give back to the church when he climbed the cross. Because well, until Jesus climbed the cross, he was always in Jerusalem. He was in Capernaum. He was running all over the land of Israel. And he couldn't come to Ghana. He couldn't go to the United States of America. He couldn't go to Germany. But when he climbed to the cross, and when the enemy pushed him through pain, when he prayed three times in the Garden of Gethsemane, and God said, my grace is sufficient for you. He prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. He never had an answer. And when he was hanging on the cross, he cried, Allow, allow, Lama Sabatani, Father, why have thou forsaken me? He died with asking a question without getting an answer. God never answered him. God never answered him. But he was on the cross. But when the, the enemy didn't know that the more you press him, the more power is being released. So when Jesus was buried, on the third day he rise up and he gave birth to the church. So whatever the enemy is planning to do, I may look ordinary, but I am like a green olive tree flourishing in the house of my God. May this be your portion. 
by the prophetic voice i declare over your life that if somebody is being pressed here if somebody is being oppressed here may your oil be released i said may your oil be released lift your hand and shout a big amen the olive tree is ordinary in appearance and ordinary in size at certain seasons of the year at certain season of the year the olive looks very ugly sometimes the tree and the leaves and the olives will look very ugly at certain seasons of the year and and sometimes when you go under an olive tree at a particular season you realize the whole environment is in a messy situation the, the olive it becomes so messy i mean for those of you who have experience uh, who have seen it you realize that as it's true right it, they look very messy situation everything there'll be so many litterings around the environment is so littered it doesn't look so palatable it it, it, it doesn't look so good uh, because a certain point in the life of the believer who is planted in the house of his god a certain season this is how your life and our life becomes sometimes our life become very ugly sometimes we pray we don't get answers sometimes we ask questions we don't get access sometimes we fast we don't dream dreams and and, and it seems that god is so much removed from the believer that is the life of the olive tree and so in psalm 3 verse 1 to 4 come with me to psalm 3 verse 1 to 4 come with me to psalm 3 verse 1 to 4 in psalm 3 verse 1 to 4 can we have it on the screen please maybe from the king james from the king james okay so let me read the introduction from the niv because the niv gives the introduction because i'm going to start from the introduction yeah it is a psalm of david when he fled from his own son absalom and if you want to see where that is that is you can go to second samuel chapter second samuel i think chapter chapter 15 yeah second samuel chapter 15 you see the whole story now let's read from the king james david's life has become so messy he was running away from his own son because his son together with ahitophel have come together and they have planted a revolt and so david has now been overthrown from his throne from his kingship and so david was running away from israel he was running away from jerusalem and then went on his way then he lifted the psalm he lifted the psalm psalm 3 he said lord how are they increase that trouble me many are they that rise up against me verse 2 and many are they which say of my soul there is no help for him in god let's read it again but thou O lord art a shield for me my glory and the lifter up of my head verse 4 verse 4 i cried unto the lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill amen now david was on a, on a running spree from his own son absalom and absalom together with some young men about 50 of them absalom had been able to mobilize about 50 to 200 people and they were following him and what make the coalition of 
Absalom so great and fearful was the introduction of Ahithophel. When Ahithophel joined the gathering of Absalom, David now became scared. The life of David was in a messy situation. His life was messed up because his own blood has now risen up and tried to overthrow him from the throne. And so the Bible said, when David was told that Ahithophel has now become part of the revolt of your own son Absalom, I mean of your own son Absalom, then David prayed. And this prayer David prayed is what we hear. Why, Lord, how have they increased who troubled me? Many are those who rise up against me. Many are they which say of me that there is no hope for him in God. There is no hope. Sometimes the olive tree will become, will, be, will get to a situation, a certain season, it looks like there will be no hope for the olive tree. Because everything around doesn't show that this is an oil tree. Everything around doesn't show that this is a prominent tree. Everything doesn't show that this is a tree that should shine and bright. Because it has gotten to its darkest moment. But David said, but you, O Lord, act a shield for me. My glory and the lifter up of my head. Hallelujah. I cried to the Lord of my voice. And he heard me from his holy hills. Hallelujah. I pray that if that is your situation, may the Lord hear you. If those who have those who have lifted up their voice against you have increased, may the Lord cause you to lift your head up. And when you read the scriptures, when David was run away from 2 Samuel 15 verse 30 to 32, when David was running out of, Jeru out of Jerusalem, the Bible says that, can we look at the first, 2 Samuel chapter 15 verse 30? The Bible says that he was walking barefooted and his head was bowed down and he was weeping. And David went up by the ascent of Mount of Olives, Olivet. And that was the mistake of Absalom. Because anytime you turn to challenge the one who had been planted in the house of God, anytime you try to challenge and try to lift up a destructive prayer or a destructive imagination against a servant of God, a child of God, then when the person begins to go onto the ascent of the Mount of Olivet, then you're going to be in trouble. Oh my God, I didn't hear what I said. I didn't hear what I said. And David went up by the ascent of Mount of Olivet and wept as he went up. I was, I used to, I, I usually say that these days when people are praying, you don't see them crying. But in those days, when we came into the church and our mothers are praying, they will always cry. Hallelujah. Uh, these days, our mothers, they don't cry. They say cry. Uh, let us see that you cry. And teach our young sisters that they should pray and cry. As for the men, what say? Hallelujah. So this was our great-grandfather going up and wept as he went up and had his head covered and he went barefoot. His life had become mess in a mess. There are so much debt around him from his own house. And David was going. 
And he had his head covered and he wept as he went up. And all the people that was with him covered every man his head. And they went up. I pray that you begin to go up. So I said, may somebody begin to go up. Let's look at the next verse. And one told David, one of them told David, saying, Ahitophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. That was all that David needed. Because at that time, Ahitophel was referred to as an oracle. Ahitophel was in the rank of Balaam. The Bible compares, Bible commentators have compared Ahitophel to operate under the same grace and mantle of Balaam. And you know Balaam. The, Balaam was a gentle prophet whom God raised for the nations. But he allowed evil to take his life. So Bible commentators have compared Ahitophel to Balaam. Ahitophel was blessed with counsel. Ahitophel was blessed with incredible wisdom that anything he says was like when somebody consulted an oracle. In fact, the Bible said that to go to Ahitophel was to be referred, was usually referred in scripture as to go to a seer or a prophet, even though he was not a prophet. He was blessed. The Lord has given him incredible wisdom. And he was one of the counselors of David. But he had now gone to join those who have conspired to destroy the life of David. But David is one who had, who had been planted in the house of his God. Let the enemy do what they want to do this year. But you are planted in the house of your God. I shall continue to be planted in the house of my God. And one of these days the oil is going to shine. The oil is going to make me prominent. The oil is going to bring me up again. I may be walking out of Jerusalem with my head bowed down. But as I go up to the mountains of Olives, my head is going to be lifted up. May God lift up somebody's head. I said, may the Lord lift up somebody's head. Lift your hand and shout a big amen. He is the lifter up of my head. And so one of them said to told David, saying, Ahitophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, Oh Lord. Somebody say, Oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Say it again. Oh, Lord. I pray thee, turn the counsel of Ahitophel into foolishness. Ay, 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 ay. That was all that David needed. David was fearful of the counsel of Ahitophel. Because anytime Ahitophel cancelled, it will come to pass. According to scripture, this was the only place that Ahitophel cancelled Absalom that he failed. And the mystery of, I don't have much time, but if you go to, if you continue, the mystery of what the Lord did was the Lord used a certain man by name Hushai. And this Hushai was an, an ordinary person. He was a nobody in the house of David. He was somebody who wasn't respected. And then David told Hushai, that don't run with me. Go back to stay with the king and tell him that, if he was even a foreigner, go and tell the king that I served your father, but once you have overthrown my father, 
your father, then I will serve you. So stay with him. And whatever you hear, come and tell us. So Hushai went there. Hushai was there. And then Ahito, uh, Absalom called for a meeting. They were planning how to overtake David and kill him. And then when they met, then Ahitophel gave a counsel and said, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And then Absalom asked, if anybody has anything to say, I don't want us to go into the reading because of time. And then Hushai got up and said, I am afraid. Absalom, you know your father. Your father is a man of war. Your father killed Goliaths. He had killed giants. He was he is a giant slayer. I am afraid to say for the first time that this counsel that Ahitophel has given, your father was we, we can't get your father. So if only the king Absalom will listen to me, let us set aside the counsel of Ahitophel, and I want to cancel you this and that and that. And the Bible said. That for the first time, Ahitophel's counsel was, was set aside. And then Absalom took Hushai's counsel. And then when the Bible said when he took Hushai's counsel, Ahitophel went home. He wrote his will and hung himself. 2023, that is going to be your portion. Every satanic meeting. If they meet, may people go and hang themselves. Because the Holy Ghost is going to be at in place for you. May the Holy Ghost be in place. That whatever they shall decide, may the Holy Ghost issue a counter advice. And may the advice of the Holy Ghost be taken. And may your enemies go and hang themselves. Lift your hand and shout a big amen. Come on, lift your hand and shout a big amen. So Ahitophel went and he hanged himself. Do you know that Ahitophel was the grandfather of Bathsheba? So even though Ahitophel was, had been with David all this year, but he never liked David. Because David had to destroy Uriah in order to take Bathsheba. And according to Ahitophel, David had disgraced the grandchild. And so Ahitophel never forgave David. Even though God has forgiven David. Ahitophel said, I will never, I will take revenge for what you did to my, my daughter, my great, my grandchild. And so Ahitophel had been planning all these years to get David. So when Absalom rose, Ahitophel had to join him. But the Bible said that when David prayed, that let the cancel be turned. I pray that every demonic counsel may the Lord turn it upside down. Every demonic incantation may God turn it upside down. Lord, how have they increased who trouble me? Many are they who rise up against me. In this year, whoever rise up against you, may they fall for thy sake. And for PRWs, whoever rises up against us, we are in a messy situation now. And then we, we are down, we are weeping, we are crying, but we are down, we are being struck but not destroyed. But we are coming up again. The church will never be the same because we have been planted in the house of our God. 
and we know that God is going to lift up our heads again. If your head has been bowed down, may the Lord lift it up. Oh, may the Lord lift your head up again. I want you to lift your right hand. We have some few minutes to pray. David said, but you, O Lord, at my glory, at my shield, the glory and the lifter up of my head, you are my shield. You are my glory. When my life is going through situations that challenges my faith, if my life is going through challenges of life that is threatening my very existence, you are my shield. You are my glory and the lifter up of my head. If my life is being pushed down, if my life is in messy situation, if there are litterings around me, God, purge me today and let my, my head be lifted. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. Begin to lift your voice for some few minutes. Begin to pray to God. Begin to pray to God. I am a green olive tree planted in the house of my God. I trust in the unfailing love of God forever and ever. I am a green olive tree. I am a green olive tree. I shall flourish. I will flourish. Let the Lord release oil for the church to flourish. Let the church begin to flourish. Let the church begin to flourish. Let our lives, let the oil be released upon us. Makayande badoza bahanda, ikanda baderi anda badei, eri adada badola bahaya. Cause us to spread, O oh Lord. Let our honor be as the holy tree. Give us honor. Restore our honor. If we are down, as we go up, bring us up, O oh Lord. If we are down, lift us up again. You are the lifter up of our hands. You are my glory. You are my shield. Pray, pray, pray to God. Let the oil be released. Let my light begin to shine. Let my light become prominent. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let every pain bring the oil out. Let every tries bring the oil out. Let every challenges bring the oil out. Let every situation bring the oil out. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. 
Lift your voice. Lift your Hallelujah. 
In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the oil be released. Let the oil be released. Lift your voice. Pray for two minutes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let the oil in our life be released to the occasion. Let it be released upon every situation. In the name of Jesus. Every situation that challenges our life. Let the oil be released. Let the oil be released.
Christ and save us. I shall abide under his my God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. But I am like a green olive tree planted in the house of my God. So no matter what the enemy throws at me, I am planted in the house of my God. And as a church, no matter what the enemy thrown at us, we are planted in the house of our God. Amen. And we shall continue to trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. May the anointing of God be released upon your life. May fresh oil come upon your life. As you are being pressed by negative situations, may the oil of you be released. As you are being pressed down, may the oil be released out. Even in the name of the Lord Jesus. May fresh grace come out. We give you praise, Lord, for the power of your word. Thank you that your word has the power to wash us. To cleanse us. And to give us inheritance among the saints. And today, Lord, you have done it. We are walking out here planted in the house of God. We are walking out here trusting in the unfailing love of God. We are walking out here in, under the grace of God. We give you praise and we give you glory. Because our branches are spreading. We give you praise because our honor is like the olive tree. We thank you because our smell is like Lebanon. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Pastor Tony Mensah's podcast. We hope that the teachings and insights shared have been a blessing to you and have inspired you to draw closer to God as well as live out your purpose in life. Remember, 
that the end times are upon us and it is more important now more than ever to be grounded in the word connected to the spirit and actively engage in the work of the kingdom as pastor Tony Mensa has taught us prayer is our greatest weapon and the Holy Spirit is our guide we encourage you to take these teachings to heart and apply them in your daily life seeking God's guidance and wisdom in all that you do if you have any question or prayer request or need please don't hesitate to reach out to us thank you once again for listening to pastor Tony Mensa's podcast we look forward to sharing more powerful teachings with you in the future may God bless you and keep you and may his spirit continue to lead you into all truth praise the lord hallelujah